Hi, it's Manuel Judish here and welcome back to the uh, podcast Leading Your Change Initiative. This is uh, season two and episode number 15. And today I want to talk about the concept that the map is not the territory. And when I came across this quote, uh, it was a while ago, it was in the context of general semantics, but I really want to kind of relate it back to business change and business change initiatives. Uh, throughout the course of this podcast, I always try to simplify business change as much as possible because I believe anything that is abstract and vague in nature is very is very difficult to implement to actually bring about concrete progress towards it. Now, the way I've supported a lot of business change initiatives, my background is in organizational psychology, and I have had... Um, I've supported many business change projects and what the commonalities for each project is in very simple terms is there is a there is a very strong operational strategy there is a very strong strategy that gets operationalized through progress and work and change initiatives and projects now after each project is start as an end and within this context there are a lot of improvements and opportunities for improvements that organizations have to fulfill three things primarily number one the, the, the investment has to deliver a concrete benefit to the business and that benefit be technology or not uh, oriented he has to be fit for purpose he has to do deliver the uh, functionality and features that are promised number two each of the project initiative have to uh, be delivered on time and on budget and also within uh, scope constraints and quality constraints. And number three, the, the initiative does not have to break the business. It has to reduce the negative impact on it. It does not have to disrupt or stop operations. Whilst at the same time ensuring that the businesses on board utilize the benefit of the technology. Adoption is a core component into you know achieving ROI for the system that has been, if, if it is a system that has been invested on. Now, um, so this is kind of in a very high level simplified way of business change. What it actually is, but put in simple terms, it's kind of make it much easier to make improvements actually to drive interventions across the business in my view. Now, the, 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 the podcast specifically, this episode, uh, it talks about the map is not the territory. And what he's actually referring to is that regardless of the delivery method, we've, defined, we've, we've kind of established that we have a start to a project or initiative, we have, we have, an implement, we have a design, implementation, there's lots of phases in, in, in the middle, and then you have a go live and cut over day, right? And then we transition into business as usual. But... Um, <clears throat> The uh, regardless of the methodology be an agile framework or a waterfall methodology or an in-house project management delivery methodology, it doesn't really matter. Um, the uh, there are there is a stage where there are plans that are created. There are the, the, usually there is a business case. That then uh, there is a feasibility study, and to see what the technical requirements, what possible, what isn't, you know, what 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 is possible supposed to a specific organization. You might look at things such as legacy systems, and you know, uh, do we need to off the shelf solution? Can we tailor it? Do we develop in house? But then once once that is defined, once the kind of technology hardcore components defined then you um, you start planning planning and implementation and the planning stage is all about planning scheduling it's all about managing resources and making sure that there is a predictable system steps and milestones that are followed that will they will lead to an upward product a set of services a system whichever that might be now this is an end-to-end process and what you find out that the planning stage is what I call the, the map in this map of execution analogy and the map oft, oftentimes is not the territory because the milestone are hard to find up front 
and they, and they kind of give a lot of reassurance in senior leadership meetings. Sometimes when you look at it from a, from a purely delivery perspective, when you look at us start having conversations on the ground, the level of progress and enthusiasm, enthusiasm and support for the, for the, uh, for the project specifically aren't there. The progress is not actually happening. And you, oftentimes you find that very close to, to, to go live, whereby projects are delayed sometimes by weeks, if not months and years in some cases. And that has huge negative impacts on the business. So when I, when I, when I decided to use the, the code, the map is not the territory, is really to highlight a, a real challenge, which is basically a strategy execution gap. How to, how to actually effectively translate um, you know, strategy and, and, and plans, having a set of plans, how do you actually make sure they do take place, they do happen? And most people rely on project managers to go about doing that work, but that's oftentimes hasn't worked. Above all, if as part of your objectives is ensuring there is minimal disruption to business and you allow your business to come up and change with you and they utilize, they get excited by it, they, they want to endorse it, they want to be part of it, they see the point of it. Now, the uh, so to answer the question, how do you actually go about ensuring that the, you, you close the strategic execution camp? The, the, the people that are part of your change teams, they understand it. They understand what operationally, um, the, what, what the fund like looks like, and they understand how each individual contribution, be an IT consultant, a trainer, a developer, a project manager, how each person's contributions actually is developing, is delivering a concrete piece of uh, a product, a service, a technology that adds clear value to the business. How do you how do you kind of fill that gap? Um, one of the, I think that there's different there are different answers to that. But one of the um, uh, the biggest way, the best ways to actually tackle and address that, and also ensure um, you know there is progress in that area. I'm, I'm a huge fan of agile and agile methodologies. And the reason for that is, and agile frameworks, the reason for that is I believe agile through the, the process of reiterative development, but also the fact that you, uh, agile does create two wonderful things in my experience and observation. It does allow through the daily stand-ups, if you use a scrum methodology, for example, it does allow for continuous feedback. Continuous feedback means that you will have... Um, specialist so you have specialized resources which is your change in your project team your delivery team but you also have business representatives and super users and networks and technical as well as people that have both a business kind of view and they are part of the business but they can also support the project and through agile through the daily stand-ups for example using scrum you you actually able to have a view a, a, a direct a direct mechanism a which is a feedback mechanism you can sense a temperature check what is actually happening on the ground now we i've personally supported projects that went from in terms of budget allocated between one and 15 million dollars in terms of complexity they will span across different countries globally and with teams up to 30 people so um, the people that were impacted also uh, kind of ranged dramatically from 50 people to um, uh, 10,000 people. And what you find is that <clears throat> uh, the, the, the analogy still stand. We still have to translate those maps, those plans into, into uh, operational deliverables. Now, I use Agile as an example because it provides that mechanism that actually fills the gap between the strategy and execution because it primarily does two things. Number one, it does insight, it does the opportunities for 
um, for, for transparency. You know exactly who is working towards what and how uh, each other's competencies are selflessly put to the service to creating a solution that, cre- that creates valuable, valuable output, ad- valuable results for the business. And by doing so, it also creates a strong accountability system because it's transparent. But it also knows that, you know, between the day before and the day after, because you have daily stand-ups, you, there is a, a certain element of implied expectation that there are progress that has to be made. So I think this is particularly important. And, and, and the point I'm trying to make here is that also understanding that no organizations want to rely on our job, but actually... Um, the, regardless of methodology, what the, the, the principles of transparency and accountability are still particularly relevant here. And, and, and what also, if we were to move, move away from Agile as a concept and start looking at, for example, change management. And one of the, the biggest um, um, kind of insights that change management and change practitioners can provide a business change initiative to ensure that your business also comes on a change journey with you is that they lay out a strategy to bring on board a set of change network, a change support network. Some people, uh, they, they are defined in different ways to be called a super users or users, but regardless of the definitions and the naming, these are professionals that are, they occupy middle management or supervisory position within your business. They are basically the spokespeople on behalf of your business and your impacted user, be 3,000, 5,000 or 50 people, they, 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 they speak to them on a daily basis. So there is a very strong continuous feedback mechanism that is in place and this feedback mechanism is accessible very easily. What Agile does is implicitly create the element of transparency, transparency and accountability and feedback, but it doesn't have to be supported by Agile. It doesn't have to be a full-scale out Agile methodology. Now, I what I'm what I'm trying to get to is reading between the lines, but also the narrative that I'm trying to kind of share with you through again direct observation by work, having worked alongside this project delivery team initially in my career, but also having moved on to um, more managerial position and as a coach and as a consultant, is that the uh, it is necessary to have a mechanism, um, even if it isn't formally recognized as an agile or methodological or in-house, it doesn't really matter that actually allows you for continuous feedback or send check what your audiences on the ground are actually thinking, what isn't working, what is working. And the lack of a consolidated coalition or middle management coalition that can provide you with insight about which components of the system will work, how are they being perceived on one hand, but also the lack of um, preparation, the lack of support to this middle management position can really cause serious harm and damage to the ability of your initiative to deliver against the objective that we stated before. Because um, effectively, going back to the to the analogy, the map is not the territory. Uh, the plans and te- plans and, and, and programs and schedules uh, plans for, for first of all they, although they try to kind of achieve some level of predictability it is the people on the ground they actually have to make it happen now the uh, I can't drive this message strongly enough there's a lot of research that has been done by 
Prosci did some longitudinal studies over the last 20 years. They've actually found they really called out two specific roles within any organization that are typical and critical in ensuring that change gets driven, the solution get uh, delivered on time, business objective of met, solution gets delivered on time and on budget, but also ensures there is buy-in from the business. And the two critical roles are the ones of the sponsors in the way that he or she will communicate the vision, but also the middle managers. These are the people that will translate that vision into reality, into, into they, they will allow to, yes, understand the vision, but also operationally mobilize entire groups of people across your business. Um, so these were some elements. The last, the last, um, the, the last, and the last couple of points really want to drive on. Usually, between a strategy and implementation, there's two types of gaps. The first gap is this, the gap between strategy. So we have a sponsorship and a guiding coalition. There are also some political components of that. The guiding coalition might not have a kind of a certain level of, of the the desirable level of alignment. However. Um, assuming that that is in place, then there is usually a gap between a strategy, a strategic vision, and a business case, and what the team, the project team, the change team, the delivery team need to do on a daily basis by contributing a specific specialization and expertise towards translating that strategy into uh, business outcomes. Right? We're talking about prototypes. We're talking about um, models. We're talking about something concrete that the business can see uh, from the get-go. And this is where Agile is really good at doing. And 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 so that they can relate back to it. So the, the feedback mechanism can start from the beginning. Now, the second gap that can actually get in the way of strategy execution effectiveness is the gap between the, your change team, your project, your delivery team, and the entirety of your business audiences. And that goes through what we mentioned before, the business representatives, the super users, the users. So uh, having, having those two gaps filled can really increase and dramatically make a, a significant difference in translating every Every single one of your initiatives into you know effective and tangible deliverables and on, on the flip side it also gives you that feedback mechanism that can you can utilize the leverage to bring about course adjustments to make sure that again you are on track to you know deliver against the timelines and the objectives that you've defined up front.